Hi everyone, welcome to episode 15 of Emma's Happy List. I'm Emma and this week I've got such a cool human being. So I'm talking to Danny Sweet. She is over in Vermont in America and um, she's just like this the coolest human being ever. I'm currently down in Devon on holiday, um, just in my van, having a nice little van trip. Um, so there'll be another video coming up on that on the YouTube channel soon for that. Um, but in the meantime, I hope you really enjoy this super um, inspiring conversation with Danny. Here we go. Hey, Danny. Hey, Emma. Can you hear me okay? Yes, I can. Sorry for the delay. That's okay. Don't worry. I said there's always technology issues every single time, so don't worry. By the way, you okay? How, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, I'm awesome, thanks. I'm really good. Can't complain. It's, you know, two o'clock in Vermont, so it's pretty beautiful out. The sun's shining, so. Oh my gosh, right. Tell me about Vermont, because I've never been, and I'm sure lots of people who are listening have never been, so what's the highlights? What do people need to do when they get there? Tell us everything. Um, so Vermont is a small state in the United States. Um, it's uh, the Green Mountains are kind of what's known for, so lots of people like to ski, and we get a lot of tourism. It's a very touristy um, state because people like to do recreational sports around here, so mountain biking's huge here, uh, snowboarding's huge here. People are really getting into the backcountry lately with split boards and their ski touring setups, which is really awesome, just kind of using the outdoors as their playground. So that's really what Vermont is known for. We have Lake Champlain which is a big lake that goes across the state and into New York a bit. Um, so lots of people go fishing and use that water as well to enjoy the outdoors. It sounds like my dream come true, I must be honest. <laughs> yes, lots of like rolling fields of, known for all the farms that were once here. Definitely kind of sad that they're dying out a bit because farming's not doing as well as it used to um, but definitely some beautiful landscapes here with just rolling fields and mountains and views it's gorgeous oh my gosh and I know this because so you and I met in well we we've not really met this is our first sort of meeting meeting I guess but we've got like a really modern day uh friendship I would say <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> So what, from your perspective, how did we even connect? I think I like saw like your clothing company um, and it was super rad. It was like base layers that actually had like cool patterns and were super functional. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I need that um, for all the outdoor things I do. And like, they're just like kind of different than your normal like um, base layers that I've seen. Cause I'm really all, when I do my outdoor activities, I love like different patterns. I don't like like the just basic black and the basic like dark blue or gray. I just like to have kind of fun with it. And I, I love being able to like kind of personalize like my look outdoors, even though it's a base layer, like, you know, split boarding, I'll wear just my base layer pretty much going up cause I'm so hot. Yeah. Um, so it's just a great way to personalize my look when I'm outdoors doing things. Oh my God, I, you're like filling my heart with joy right now because that is the exact reason why I even started like the, the clothing brand because 
I was exactly the same. I was like, I don't want to wear black like pajamas when I'm going out. Do you know what I mean? Especially so when you do like traditional skiing or snowboarding, you go into the bar and you're just a bit embarrassed about like taking off like your hoodie or taking off, you know, your jacket because you've just got like this really sort of basic and quite like unflattering base layer on so yeah that like makes me so happy thank you very much <laughs> you're welcome thank you for making great attire <laughs> I agree completely like um you know biking and stuff I love cheetah print I don't know why but cheetah oh print my God, is my too. thing so it's if you ever come out with cheetah print let me know because I will be right on it <laughs> I like it's like so many people have been on to me and I'm like okay I'm like relenting, almost relenting. So just keep watch this space. It might happen. Okay. I'm definitely going to keep a close eye then because I'll be the first one there with it in my cart. Like, cha-ching. <laughs> so actually, though, I remember, um, I remember like we just started a conversation though through Instagram and looking at your Instagram profile and I was like, oh my God, is this girl like the American me? Because we have like the huskies, the van, the snowboarding, like we've got so many sort of like parallel hobbies and like like lifestyle um, choices, I guess, would you say? Yeah, I would, I would agree completely um, when I see your profile. I'm like, I'm pretty sure actually I started my van then, or maybe I feel like we started our van kind of at the same time, like a very similar time. I was like, oh, like, awesome. She's doing a van. And obviously Huskies like queuing on that immediately. I'm like, ooh, fluffy butt, like yeah. all about fluffy butts. <laughs> like if you have a Husky, I will, even if I don't know you, I will like literally follow you to follow the Husky because yeah, <laughs> I'm, exactly I'm a little obsessive with dogs. <laughs> yeah, I'm exactly the same. Um, so yeah, I've, I saw your profile. Actually, my van is almost done. How are you? Where are you up to? Are you? So our van was a super simple build. Um, you know, van life is definitely different for everyone. I definitely feel that it's um, kind of unique to every person that kind of goes into that adventure. Um, for us, it wasn't really about the travel. It was more about aiding in um, exploring our local areas. Uh, so we mountain bike in the summer and it's mostly for the summer for us because our van is two wheel drive. So with mountains and stuff, it just doesn't make sense to have it out there um, just for safety purposes. Uh, so it's really more of a summer getaway, like vacation kind of style. Uh, well, and even more this year, I'm so thankful that I have it. And we finished it last year in July. Like I'm pretty sure we put the finishing touches like in July at the end of July I like took a vacation to actually go on vacation and then I ended up like finishing up my van instead because I was just like I want this to be done yeah. um but yeah it our build was super simple like it wasn't too intrinsic um we don't have like a kitchen in our build because we are using it in the summer so I have like little um cutting boards that I just like throw up for tables to cook outside on and we have like a little pub table that we set up and um, it's just a very easy, simple build. Um, obviously, I made it kind of, you know, aesthetically pleasing because I like the way things look. Do you not feel, though, with your van, like I feel this, that it's just an ongoing project, like there's always something else? I definitely do feel that. Like, so obviously I'm a new van owner and um, I made like the mistake this winter of taking out the 
well, not the mistake of taking out the battery, but not disconnecting the solar from the controller um, that goes in between the battery and the solar. Yeah. And when you do that, the, the controller kind of acts as a fuse. So I, I kind of burned up the controller. Like, oh. you know, just like things I wasn't super aware of, didn't do enough research about. Um, but luckily it wasn't a huge fix and I actually upgraded to a Bluetooth version of it. So now I can just like check on my phone, like where my battery, my house battery. So for people not knowing what like house battery and um the car battery so i call the car battery like the one that turns on the van mm -hmm. and then we have our house battery that controls like all the lights electricity for the back of the van um charges like all of our electronics at night yeah. that kind of stuff um just so people know because i know those terms might not be familiar to other yeah. people um but yeah so i made that mistake and you know it worked out it actually worked out well because i was thinking about upgrading anyways but there's definitely things like that you'll come into like hiccups with and i feel like a van is just similar to life it's not perfect you're gonna come into those things and you just gotta adapt and overcome yeah for sure i am so so lucky and grateful because um my brother is actually a qualified mechanical electrical engineer so that is super helpful when it comes to like anything to do with the van like inside outside under the hood like all of it so thankfully i think I w i'm like always checking with him first i'm like can i do this is this okay <laughs> but it's going really <laughs> well so, nice. so far yeah yeah so um we've we've spoken briefly i think about things that make us happy already but um had you heard of a happiness before um i sort of talked to you about it yeah, so I actually was just thinking about this today because I was just like, uh, Friday night, I went hiking with my sister and her fiance. We did engagement photos up on top of nice. a mountain. It was gorgeous. And, you know, it was really nice to go. I love hiking at night and sleeping on top of a mountain because you get like the best of both worlds. You get the sunset and you get the sunrise. Um and I've been doing a lot more hiking lately just because it's been really hot in Vermont this summer and it's an activity that I can bring my dogs comfortably like usually they trail ride with us with mountain biking but because it's been so hot we've been doing a lot of hiking lately um, but I was thinking about happiness and like wellness in general so um, you know I am a very active person and it's pretty consistent because I'm very outdoorsy. Like I don't have to think about like going to the gym all the time. Um, I do in the week, obviously, because of work, I have to kind of adapt and overcome. So I went and bought like headlamps that were really bright so I could continue to do my outdoor activities after work. I work a nine to five, you know, maybe someday that will change. But at this point in my life, like it aids in all my adventures and it gives me insurance and all that stuff, health insurance to make sure that I'm safe. Mm -hmm. um, but thinking about happiness and wellness in general, you know, there's seven dimensions, there's intellectual, there's spiritual, um, there's occupational, there's physical obviously which is one that really people kind of go straight to and emotional and I think I have them I probably missed a couple oh yeah I think I maybe missed one or two but anyways I think about all those things and like trying to find the balance in all of those um so like going to the gym for me I don't meet a lot of those wellness points I obviously fix fit like hit the like um 
you know, the physical one, which is important. And I do think if like in the winter, I go to the gym on a regular basis because it is hard in the winter, it's cold, it gets dark quick. So I do try to move my body daily um, during the winter in a gym. But in the summer, I feel like I just try to take advantage of the outdoors because you can hit more of those wellnesses outdoors than you can at the gym. Personally, that's how I feel. I know for others, the gym is a great space. And I do think that's awesome if that's a great space for you. But personally, um, I use the outdoors because I feel like I can hit my wellnesses better. Um, So I think about like when I'm outdoors spiritually, I'm just I, you know, I just feel connected to the earth and I just, um, you know, enjoy just being present outdoors. Um, I think the world is a beautiful place and I think it's really busy and I think the outdoors is a great space to go to like kind of find that quietness and just kind of ponder and think on top of a mountain watching a sunrise and just like being disconnected from social media and all that stuff because it's it's a rat race out there and I think it's really important to take those moments and kind of slow down Um, and obviously physically I mountain bike I hike, I snowboard, I tour, which is snowboarding, going up a mountain, and then you put your snowboard together and you slide down. So like, I do all these things that are very physical as well. And socially, just being able to go out with friends, like my sister and her fiance, um, you know, just having those memories and making those memories are just so beautiful. And I'll always have those memories outdoors in a beautiful place with those people um, and be able to have like some great connections and conversations out there. Um, so there's just so many buckets you can fill with the outdoors. So that's really where I find like my wellness most fulfilled is when I'm outdoors. And that's just something I am super passionate about. If you see my Instagram, I'm like out there all the time, just doing things. Yeah. You're, you're super active on Instagram, but it's so cool. Like I always look at your adventures and I'm like, oh my gosh, like I need to go there. But that's what it's for, isn't it? It's for like that inspiring, like inspiring people to go outside. Cause I'm exactly the same. Like the outdoors for me is like my playground, my sort of meditative space. Like it gives me like everything that I need. It gives me everything that I need for, like you were saying, my spirituality, my wellness, like that sort of thing. Is there, can you think of a time in your life, like a really, um, I don't know, like, a special moment outdoors like that just like stands about uh, stands above like the rest in your mind sorry to put you on the spot but yeah no absolutely there's all so many great moments but one that kind of hits home so um my significant other and I have like a really great relationship and we're like outdoors all the time together Tim and I um and it was actually like our anniversary. It was, I think it was our four year, I think, um, anniversary. And we just like kind of took the day off from work and it just snowed the day like that night. So we had like, I think like half a foot of snow and we took the dogs and um, we went split boarding uh, in Nebraska Notch, which is on the backside of Mansfield, the biggest peak in Vermont. Um, and we just kind of went out there together and um, split up and had a great time, brought a couple brews and, you know, sat there and just kind of connected with each other in the outdoors with our dogs. Like, honestly, bringing my dogs just like creates like a much more fulfilling adventure for me because I 
I love my dogs. I'm obsessed with them. They're my babies. Um, But it was just a really great experience to be with like all of my like significant pieces in my life and just like having that moment together on a day that was like kind of, you know, a day that we can remember together. And it was really fun and just full of snow and like then we got to shred down together like all of us just romping through the snow the dogs behind us is is awesome you know it was literally all of your favorite things you had like the mountain the snow your fella the the dogs like everything rolled into like this one night yeah it was perfect it was literally you know it was just like one of those days that you're like wow that was really yeah that's amazing and you said earlier that um you know you you've gotten really into hiking and you went up um so you got the best of both worlds like the sunset and the sunrise I have never done that and I'm like why have I not done that you've literally like ignited like this little um wanting inside of me now so that's on the list it's, ha- it's got to be on the list <laughs> yeah and it's quieter like I, I'm I like people and I'm a very outgoing person but at the same time I when I'm outdoors Um, I do like that time, like I said earlier, to kind of just um, kind of disconnect a little bit. Um, It's like a connection and a disconnection. Like, it's a focused connection, I feel like. Um, So I definitely enjoy that time, the sunset and the sunrise, because it's a quieter, there's not as many people around, you can really just connect with nature. Um, So it is a, I do highly suggest you should definitely do that. And I started doing that more this summer with everything that's going on. I just felt the need to get away. Um, And even with work and stuff, I was like, midweek, I just need to go like, with everything that's going on in the world with the pandemic. um, It's just definitely a time that I need for myself mentally. So I've been doing that more. Yeah, it's definitely a really strange time to be alive, but also like I feel like a really precious time to, like you were saying, like disconnect in a way because there's never really been a better time to go outside more because I mean, what else are you going to do right now? Do you know what I mean? So, but I get I get what you mean because um, yesterday actually, me and my cousin we went for a little adventure to um, so. I'm in Wales. I don't know if I've told you this before. I'm based in Wales and um, we've got quite a few mountains. Unfortunately, none of them are snowy, um, but quite a few mountains. And we went to a place um, called Waterfall Country. And it's obviously it's called mm. that because of all the waterfalls there. Um, and they've got like really um, long and complicated Welsh names. Like they're quite funny. Um, but we went there and usually, so I've been on that walk like once or twice before. And usually it's, pleasantly busy but not like it's never been you know crazy busy or anything it's a very nice walk um it's quite strenuous like up and down the stairs to the to go to like these waterfalls and stuff like that but we went yesterday and it was heaving like I've never ever seen so many people there obviously um over here it's been a bit more of a slower um opening up thing like we closed we we went into lockdown and then it's been a really slow and gradual like opening everything up but Um, the weather was pretty shit so they couldn't go to like the pub so obviously everyone's just going to go to the waterfalls or to the nearest sort of thing that they can see but it the queue it was like a Disneyland queue I was like Mm. what is going on I was like this is absolutely crazy but it's a beautiful place and I I think people definitely should go if they're visiting but like you 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 know I'd rather go personally like in the quieter moments like really early or really late and that sort of thing so oh my god <laughs> so who is here. that Come here. he might 
I don't know if he'll come. He's kind of aloof. He's a cat. He like will come say hi, but then like. I don't oh know. my god! What's his name? Um. So I have two huskies. One's name's Berm, um, which is a mountain bike term, and then the other one's Summit. That was Summit that just came in. Oh my god, he is adorable. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, he's so gorgeous. Okay. So if um if we had to like categorize then the first thing on your happy list would be I'm guessing outdoors. Just yeah, absolutely. Being outdoors. Mm-hmm. I'm sure like everyone listening can on some level resonate with that because you know it just it does make such a difference to like your endorphins and your spirit and all of that. Mm-hmm. So just, I've been really inspired by um, the little creature that just walked into the shot now. And I'm going to share an item on my happy list that um, is surprised, like lots of people who know me really well are really surprised that I've not mentioned it already because this thing takes up such a huge um, part of my heart and soul. Um, He is my absolute joy. I'm sure you can already guess, but I'm going to (laughs) talk about my husky dog. We can like we can talk we can both talk about all of the huskies. It's fine. Um, so Diego is my husky. So he's a Siberian husky. He actually I only saw a glimpse of um, Summit then, but he looks kind of like like you know gray. He's gray and white, so kind of like your one of yours. Um, but he really is like my. So if I need to calm down if I need to relax, if I need to feel happy, if I need to feel grateful, if I just need a really grounding thought, he's my go-to thought. Like he is my go-to, even if he's not nearby, because um, I've done quite a bit of traveling and I've been away from him quite a lot and that sort of thing. But um, he is my, I'm sure everyone who has a dog just knows, like, you know, when you just make a connection with a dog and you've got that connection and they can literally put a smile on your face, whatever's going on anywhere that you are in the world, like whatever trauma, whatever, you know, is on in the news or whatever, you can just think about your dog and you can be like, oh, actually, you know, life's not that bad. <laughs> oh my gosh. I feel this deep right now. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So um, Diego's actually, so he's nine years old. He's 10 in November. So he's almost 10. I, I can't even explain him. Like, I just love the fact that all these dogs have got their own character. Like they are all little, how can you describe them when they've got their own personalities? They're honestly, I teach, I, like I say they're like my kids. Like honestly, like, cause you're responsible for their well-being as well. Like you're very responsible for what they eat, what they do. So you're, it's just a huge responsibility. So they're my fur babies. Yeah. <laughs> What's the difference in personality between Boone and um, Summit with, with you? Oh my gosh, they're such different dogs. Um, so Summit was our first dog and he is through and through like a husky. Um, you know, he's like that aloof, like he will give you attention, but kind of on his terms, he's like yeah. such a work dog. He like just will run, run, run and like very adventurous, like kind of, you know, needs the recall a little bit more than Berm. Um and then Berm is just like this fluffy, oh my gosh, she's coming right now. Oh. <laughs> but he's just like this fluffy, um, he's just this like the fluffiest dog. He's part wooly. I don't know, have you ever seen a wooly husky? I don't know. I don't think so. Well, they have extra fur, so they're extra furry. Okay, wait, let's see if I can point this down. Oh my god. Hi, that's berm right there oh he's adorable <laughs> and he's bit, he's like such a playful so he's a little bit younger than um summit 
so Summit's three and Berm is um, two, so they're like a year apart. But um, Berm is like a water dog, just like kind of more chill. Like he'll like if we're like at someone's house, like at a fire, he'll just like lay down and relax. Like whereas Berm, will, I mean, whereas Summit will like try to go explore a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah, very different dogs. Berm will like kind of follow you on trails. Summit will lead the way. Um, just very different in all aspects <laughs> but yeah. they like are good balance for each other so you know they definitely balance each other out and love each other and like play with each other and tire each other out and are just like the best adventure dogs I could ask for like I don't think I could get any more lucky with how amazing they are on trail and stuff I mean it took work like don't get me wrong like you know like people see my huskies like off leash like running around and like climbing mountains and biking with us and they're like wait I thought huskies like ran away like you know what I mean yeah. um is taking you nine years to get Diego yeah. to just stay nearby like you can go you can go and have like your sniffs and you can go adventure but please just come back <laughs> yeah right <laughs> the huskies are known you know for not doing that sometimes though and uh, I'm very fortunate um we did introduce the e-collars last year which um, our training tool that has really kind of just exuberated our experiences yeah. like they were pretty good overall like hiking and biking but like as far as like yards and stuff it was hard to keep them around they just wanted to go do things they're work dogs you know they like yeah. to run and like to do things so like yard play was always like kind of like iffy we would have to have them on leads and stuff but introducing the e-collar luckily they were like pretty much kind of trained already with like recall and like you know all those commands so it was really easy transition for us yeah. um, because we already had trained them pretty well yeah. um, but it was it just allowed them to be like where we were at all times like we can bring them to like fires at friends and like have them hang out versus where we would have to like keep them on leash it just makes it a lot easier for those yeah. scenarios yeah for sure like the, the trick with Diego so Diego's like the most obedient dog as long as I am holding a snack or a treat <laughs> or like some food he will he's like he's super trained and then if we haven't got any of you know anything with us he has got selective hearing like he is mm. so like you know like you were saying earlier about like oh he'll come to you and give you attention if he wants to like mm -hmm. that is a big deal and like it's so funny now as, as he gets older because you call him and call him and call him and then eventually he'll like get up and huff and he'll be like what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's like husky through and through. It's yeah. funny though, because my summit could care less about treats if there's something more interesting out there. Like, really? Yeah, like even if it's, so we use high value treats too. We like use some good treats, like we'll use like cheese and like not just dog treats because mm. dog treats don't do it for Summit. Berm, he's pretty good. He'll listen. He's very food food driven, but Summit, if there's a trail to be had he will go run that trail you know that's so amazing he... have you tried tuna tuna is like the god level for diego i think they do love tuna actually um rolling meadows raw is this new local company that does a lot of raw so she does like dehydrated treats as well yeah. so i've been doing a lot of dehydrated treats and they've been all about those which are really just great to have in the pocket i always have treats available especially when i'm trying to like train new things so lately because 
um, you know, on trail, I'm really trying to make sure even like with people and dogs, like even if they say they're friendly, I don't want my dogs going up to people unless I say it's okay. Um, I think that's really important because not all people and not all dogs are friendly, you know, so having that ability to have them come off the trail with me and set off to the side and let people go by whether they're friendly or not is just like a huge thing for me um, as far as training and having my dogs on adventures because I respect that the outdoors is for everybody and I feel like I don't own it so I shouldn't have my dogs do whatever they want out there Um, so I respect other people and other people's spaces Um, so I feel like that is something we're working on right now because they do get really excited about other dogs and want to play and they do see people and want pets Um, and it's hard also because I feel like the people are like oh my gosh dogs and they you know they get excited and dogs can feel that energy and want to go up to them so it's definitely been a tricky one to train not just for them but for the people like I have to explain like hey like if you guys want to pet them that's fine but I need to like let them like give them that command to go see you um and a lot of people kind of are like what like because I don't think a lot of people put that much energy into their dogs um you'll have to do some like training videos some like share some tips on how you get on yeah no um lots of people ask me and I do give advice where if people are interested I always am open to like kind of helping out and like giving them tips and tricks and I understand that all dogs are different and like you said earlier you do make that connection with your dogs so it was you know it's one of those things it's different for everybody and everybody's relationship with their dog so you gotta kind of figure out that connection I feel like on personal level I can give you tricks and tips but they might not work for you Um, and I can definitely give you things that work for myself and maybe they'll help you but I think every situation is a little bit different yeah, for sure. Like Diego is such a food driven dog, but um, so we actually changed his um, diet a couple of years ago. So he's just on a raw food diet now. And mm-hmm. it just made like a huge, huge difference to his like entire demeanor, really. Like he, I, I still describe him as like, he's a puppy in his head, but he's obviously getting on a bit now. So he's like an, a grumpy old man puppy. I don't know, like that makes no sense, but he, he still has his like really puppyish tendencies, but as well, like I was saying earlier, he'll like get up and he'll huff and he'll puff and stuff like that. And he's, um, he's still like super energetic when we take him out and when he's on walks and stuff, but you can see he's just like that little bit calmer and that raw food diet change, like honestly, his coat just became super shiny, super well, like taken care of, like he, he was really chill, like in the house, you know, when it was actually downtime, like Huskies can be like super high energy, but he just completely chilled out, like as if he was getting everything he needed from his food. So he didn't have to be like on edge about like, I don't know, spotting a rabbit or a hedgehog outside or whatever. He's super mm-hmm. stupid though. Like he, um, he likes hedgehogs, but they, <laughs> like, they prick his nose every single time. He never learns, but he gets super excited by hedgehogs. Oh but, my gosh yeah his but that that little change that we made to like his um his diet just it changed his entire sort of ways i guess in a really positive way obviously but um like you were saying people have to take like responsibility for their own dogs and what they give into their dogs and how they're looking after their dogs and similarly like maybe i am guilty of taking care of him better than i take care of myself i think Yeah, absolutely. I feel like that does happen. And 
you know, people do that. I see like parents as well. Cause, um, you know, I see families and like moms definitely put so much energy into their kids that sometimes they don't put that energy into themselves. And I think that's super important as well. It's funny that you're talking all about raw food because we just transitioned the summer to raw food. <laughs> um, so I was like, oh my gosh, we are on such a like level of like similarities here. Um, and I'm a nutritionist, so I feel the same way. Like it's so important to, you know, feed and feed yourself and also your pets. Um, there's been like a lot of research out there through the CDC and whatnot now with like there, I don't know if this trend was where you're from too in the UK, but um, there's a trend of grain free. Um, yeah. Is that something that has happened? Yeah. yeah. And they're actually now relating it to cardiac issues in dogs. And, you know, you wouldn't realize that, but um, these companies were so good at marketing that everybody believed that it was the better option and it's the boutique food so you spend more money on it so these companies are getting rich but they didn't realize the impact that it would have on the dog's health in like seven eight years of being on this grain-free diet because grains are actually really important for a dog's diet like they aren't wolves they are domesticated animals and um you know so getting a little bit, I don't know with your raw diet, do you have like any vitamins or the extras that you add into his diet? Yeah, so we've got like fish oil and stuff like that. Just, um, and I, I think his treats are a bit more like biscuity, if that makes sense. Yeah, yep. Oh, oh, that's what I was going to ask you. What, has it made a difference to your dogs changing them over? So it definitely has, like, they poop less, which is great, because I don't have to clean up as much poop in the yard. Um, yeah, but that mean, like, they're using it, like, using what you're giving them, though, right? Because if it, Yeah, like they're digesting it more, yeah. yeah. The nutrients and, like, everything are actually being digested yeah. um, and absorbed, which is great. Um, and, yeah, no, I've definitely seen a difference. They're, like, super... So the reason I swapped to raw food was because... Summit is so picky. Like, I feel like Summit's my problem child, but I love him so much. Um, he's like the one that goes kind of away. And I'm like recall all the time, but um, he uh, is super sensitive with food. So he, first of all, has an allergy to chicken, processed chicken, only processed chicken. He can eat raw chicken, but he can't eat processed chicken. If we give him um, processed chicken, actually, this is like something poultry, I guess, with huskies has been known to cause allergies. I did some research and there's a lot of huskies out there with allergies to chicken um, and poultry. Um, but anyway, so he would just like, and we swapped to like salmon food and he was doing fine on that salmon food. Um, but he would like just kind of nose at it and like kind of like, you know, bark at it and like not really eat it right away. Kind of like Berm will just eat anything, but some it's like very like, eh, like, it's my food, I guess I'll eat it, like, not excited about it, and that kind of, like, made me, like, kind of sad that he's not excited to eat, um, so my friend, like, reached out, she is the company owner of Rolling Meadows Raw, and we were having a great discussion, she's been feeding her dogs raw for years, and, like, she's a local company, and she uses products from local farms in Vermont, which is really cool, I'm all about local yeah. um if you ever get into my like instagram and like read things i'm just all i'm promote local it's like i'm not paid to do it i just love it so much yeah. um because i grew up on a family a dairy farm so i promote local as much as i can um but yeah so she like does 
food, like the meats all from farms around here, which is really great that I can support these local farms as well. And, you know, they just love it so much. Like it's almost at the other side of the spectrum where it's kind of an annoying, I want to say, because, you know, we just introduced it this summer. So they get super excited about it. Mm. They're like, just be like, and like, if like they're they like want more all the time I'm like no you got like your portions like this is expensive food like I can't give you more (laughs) um so it's definitely a balance and I do still do kibble because it is so expensive and I felt like that was my way of like getting into it was you know being able to supplement it for certain meals like I'll do like an evening of raw and in the morning and I've heard some research where that's not great either but like they've been fine and I talked to the girl that does the raw and she's like honestly like there's research that supports it there's research that doesn't support it as long as you're not seeing a difference in their diet like their demeanors then it's fine so they've been on raw and they've been loving it the biggest thing about raw that I find is like I'm very on the go all the time with a busy lifestyle being outside and stuff so the you know the kibble does help with that aspect like just packing like a bag of kibble because raw obviously has to be refrigerated yeah so there's a lot of those things that kind of impact like going raw full-time yeah Um, so um if everybody wants to sort of see your huskies look at your snowboarding pictures look at you up mountains and in your van and doing all of these cool things where can they find you um so i am like you said super active on instagram um that's probably my main platform um and you can follow along on my adventures via other platforms i have a linkedin tree in my bio that links you to other platforms i'm gonna i'm actually i love that you said you're like youtubing i'm trying to get into that so we'll have a discussion about that maybe afterwards because i definitely want to get your insight on that um but yeah so if you want to go to my instagram absolutely uh it's sweet under dash two times it's a little sneaky it's under dash two times and then adventure adventures um so sweet adventures with two under dashes and between the words um and you can find me there and all my fun adventures, lots of outdoor stuff. If you don't like outdoors, you probably shouldn't follow, but if you love the outdoors, <laughs> it's a good place to be. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I'll put that in the link description anyway, so that they can find you and just copy and paste. But um, yeah, it's been such a pleasure. So I use the hashtag for this podcast, um, share your happy list, because you know, it's all about the whole reason we're doing it really is to inspire people and inspire joy and inspire more sort of, of that connection and happiness and stuff. So if any, everyone who's listening wants to follow along, um, use the hashtag share your happy list. And yeah, that was such a lovely chat. It's like literally filled my soul with all the things that I love chatting about anyway. Um, easy right (laughs) yeah I know I was like I I wasn't really sure about which one to choose just because we've got sort of like so many parallels like I was saying at the start but um yeah I think the Huskies was a good choice oh yeah we uh definitely have lots of parallels and I love what you're doing too it's like so fun and that's the thing I love about like I am super active on social media but this is why because you make these connections with people from other places and 
you know, there's just so many genuine people out there. And it's just so fun to follow on other people's adventures from across the world, like places I've not seen or been. And being able to experience those, even if it's not physically, I can, you know, be there mentally and see those adventures, which is really awesome. Yeah, well, actually, this is the thing. So um, I've, I'm posting at the moment um, on, the t on the YouTube channel, like all the li little sort of adventures that you can go on in Wales. And I've had so many messages from like people like in Italy and like other places that I've like been traveling and they're like, oh my God, I had no idea this was in Wales. Even people who live in Swansea, like where I'm from, they're like, oh, where's this? Like I've never been mm -hmm. here. So it's really, I think, you know, if you're, if that's the, t I'm guessing that's the type of video you're thinking of doing, like the adventure in those sort of videos, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I guess I'm a big promoter of just getting outside and, a lot of people, especially because I'm very athletic and I do really like mountain biking and snowboarding, and I feel like that's kind of intimidating, especially for females sometimes. Mm -hmm. So I'm big proponent proponent of getting females out there and just kind of you know stoking people up to get out there and shred. Um, that you know it is a male dominated like sports, um, and you know outdoors is pretty male dominated in general. Um, you know all females don't have to fit this societal norm of, you know, going shopping, getting their nails done, but that stuff is awesome too. I'm just saying like, it's okay to go outside and like get dirty, you know? Yeah, definitely. I'm like, definitely on that side of things. You're mo more likely to find me getting rolling around in mud and falling out of trees <laughs> and like, you know, in a shopping center or whatever. So it's been an absolute pleasure. I'm so glad we had this chat and um, maybe we can do like more collabs in the future because I, I genuinely feel like that we've just like, still, like we haven't even got to the, you know, the deep stuff. We've just touched the surface type of thing. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love this. And I love Chang. It felt so natural. Like at first I was like, eh, awkward. And then I'm like, oh, and then it like just went off because I feel like when you're passionate about things, it just is natural. Yeah, definitely. So. Social media does get a lot of flack for like, you know, um, uh, what's, the, what's the sort of stuff that people say about it? You know, it's fake and it's, um, you know, it's all just for show and all of this stuff. But I mean, like, I don't, I don't agree, necessarily agree with all of that. Yeah. And I do agree that some of it, you know, I've, I've seen and I've met people that I'm really stoked on and like, you know, we make like a connection and like they are similar and I've definitely met people where, you know, they are more about just kind of the pieces of like just pretending. So there is, there is a huge fake part to social media and I definitely try to come across as genuine as I can. Like I'm never gonna, if like anybody that's listening, if you follow or have any questions, I always, always, always try to reply and I always try to be a genuine person. Um, I'm not gonna just like, you know, I do have a lot of people messaging me because I did, I have built a pretty large platform on there but I'm always going to be still a human you know and I'm always going to still have those morals of like you know if you have questions I'll absolutely answer them unless they're disrespectful like I've definitely had some people that have said disrespectful things oh, and really? I've had to like you know block it's more just like creepy people you know what I mean like the creepy old guys yeah yeah I know. Yep. They're like, oh, can you uh, send me that sock, please, that you're wearing in that picture or something weird? Yeah, like well, not that creepy, but yeah, you know, just like guys being guys. But I definitely am respectful. I'm like, hey, just so you know, like I have a significant other, like, and if they continue to like harass or like be kind of like weird, I'm just like, all right, like this is the time where you're blocked. Um, 
because I don't need that in my life. Um, you know, like I try to build a platform with like, you know, people like me that are like-minded yeah. and, you know, if people have disagreements, I'm all about conversation as well. But sometimes if people cross the line of uncomfortable, that's where I'm like, okay. Life's too short. Bye. Yep. <laughs> awesome. Well, it's been such a pleasure. Yeah. Do we want to say bye to all the listeners? Yeah, bye guys. It's awesome t- chatting with you again. My name's Danny, and it's nice, you know, kind of, kind of chatting and giving people a view of how I feel and how I live life. Cheers, Daddy. Cheers. <laughs>